Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. In today's podcast, we're going to dive deeper into the 12 disc personality styles. Let's start with the D, dominance. This style is active and questioning, and this describes people who are direct, forceful, and outspoken with their opinions. There are three types of Ds. One is called a DC. Their focus is on challenge, results, and accuracy. And their goals are independence, personal accomplishment. Their fears, on the other hand, are failure to achieve to their own standards. And then their leadership qualities are setting very high expectations and, of course, speaking up about problems. The solid D focuses on results, action, and challenge. Their goals are bottom line results and victory but their fears are being taken advantage of or seen as being weak. Their leadership qualities are showing confidence, taking charge, and focusing on results. And then the remaining D style, the DI, their focus is action, results, and enthusiasm. Their goals are to be quick with action and discover new opportunities. They fear losing power but their leadership qualities are stretching the boundaries and finding new opportunities. Let's talk about high D personalities. As their leader or just their coworker, you should help them to explain their reasons for decisions. Remember, they just like to make decisions, not always have the facts behind it. You need to be more attentive and responsive to their emotions and to those around them. They like to focus on facts, but they are emotional. You also need to take a more realistic approach to assessing risk factors. Remember, they're just going to make decisions and plow through them, not necessarily figuring out the details. You're going to have to ask them and teach them how to follow rules, regulations, and the expectations of the project. Make sure you're much more deliberate and cautious when making decisions that a high D made because they may have made the decisions without the details. And I could say this because I'm one of those people. A high D personality style, strat their strategies for better work relationships is make sure that you're meeting them in a business-like and professional manner. Get to the point and don't waste their time. Otherwise, your words are gonna be in one ear and out the other. Give them options and let them make final decisions. Now, be careful not to give them too many options because it may be overwhelming. Learn of their goals, their objectives, and then of course their motivations and then support them if they make sense. Above all, be prepared when you're dealing with a high D, organized and fast paced. If you're dealing with a high D in a social setting, so maybe it's your customer, Give them your time and undivided attention. Convey your acceptance and be open with them. No sugarcoating with the high D. That doesn't mean to be rude, that just means to have all the facts out on the table. Acknowledge and appreciate them when, they, when appropriate. And above all, listen attentively to their suggestions. 
because we think all of our suggestions are the right ones. Summarize their achievements and accomplishments. A little pat on the back, making sure that you let them know that you know what they've done right. All right, let's go to the next style, the I style, the uh, influential style. They are very active and accepting. And this style describes people who are outgoing, enthusiastic, and lively. They're usually the life of the party. There's three styles within the I style as well. So there's the ID, the I, and the IS. IDs are very action-oriented. They have enthusiasm, but they like results. Their goals in life are something exciting and an exciting breakthrough in a project or the news, whatever it might be. Their fears, though, are very fixed environments and they don't like a loss of approval or a loss of attention. Their leadership qualities are finding new opportunities and promoting bold action. Now, the solid I, their focus is enthusiasm, action, and collaboration. Their goals are popularity, approval, and excitement. They fear, naturally, being rejected and not being heard. Their leadership qualities, though, are showing enthusiasm. Put them on the events planning team. Get people excited to work on the new project. And they love building professional networks. The third I style is the IS. And this is, their focus is collaboration, enthusiasm, but also thrown in with support. Their goals are friendship. Their fears are pressuring others. They do not want to be the pressure person and they don't like being disliked. Now their leadership qualities are being approachable and acknowledging everyone's contributions to the project. If you are on the circle or in your actual assessment, a high I personality style, so at the end of the circle somewhere there, or if you're working with somebody in that style, help them see their task through to completion. So that means you might have to be a little bit more of a project manager. Make sure you help them prioritize and organize their tasks because look, a bird, and they're off. Keep a high performance project list. Let them know what's going well all the time. Make sure you're getting them to view people and tasks more objectively. Why? Because they like everybody. And avoid their overuse of giving and taking advice. What that means is they want to hear everybody's opinions and they may go in a different direction. So what are some strategies for just the better work relationships? This works at home too. For an I, support their dreams no matter how over the top they might be and their goals. Be very friendly with them and informal. And above all, be open to discussing topics that interest them. Let them talk, allow their animation enthusiasm to show. You will need to summarize important details and direct and often redirect them towards agreed upon objectives, including deadlines. Provide them with incentives to encourage quicker decision-making. Let's talk about the high eye in social settings. This is where they thrive. But if you're dealing with the high eye, Listen to their personal feelings and experiences and respond openly. Remember, they're about enthusiasm and relationships. Be sure to interact with them in a positive, upbeat, and warm approach. Otherwise, you will turn them off. Make sure you're giving them your time and attention. For some people, they want you to acknowledge them publicly. 
Others, they may want you to acknowledge them privately. You're going to have to figure that out on an individual basis. Make suggestions that allow them to look good. In other words, celebrate when they succeed and openly celebrate. Above all, with the eye, the high eye, avoid negativity or messy problem discussions. Keep these at a minimum and follow up, follow up, follow up. Next, let's talk about the S style, steadiness. It's really a focus on being thoughtful and accepting. The S style, again, as I mentioned, is the style that I worry about the most. Why? Because it describes people who are very accommodating and patient with others' mistakes. Although they're very gentle, they may let people walk all over them. There are three S styles within the S category. Let's go over the SI. Their focus is collaboration, support, as well as enthusiasm because of that I in there. Their goals are acceptance and close relationships. They do fear being forced to pressure others, and they also fear facing aggression. And SI's leadership qualities are creating a positive environment and acknowledging everybody's contributions. They want everyone to feel good. The solid S, their focus is support, stability, and collaboration. Their goals, as naturally as it would be, are harmony and stability. Their fears, on the other hand, are letting people down and rapid change. Change is constant in our workplace, so you can see how this can be an issue. The leadership qualities of a solid S are staying open to input and showing diplomacy. And then the third S style is SC. Now their focus is stability and support and accuracy because of that C. Their goals are to be working in a calm environment, fixed objectives, so not with a project deadlines changing, and steady progress. Their fears are time pressure, which makes sense, uncertainty, and chaos. And of course, their leadership qualities are maintaining composure and being fair-minded. If you are working with or a leader of a high S personality style, you're going to need to help them to avoid doing things the same way every time. They get stuck in a comfort zone. Realize that there is more than one approach to a task. Again, they like to do it the same way every time, hence why they don't like change. You're going to have to help them become more open to this change and take some risks and also help them recognize that there are shortcuts to avoid unnecessary steps. You may need to speak up on their behalf because they're not always very assertive unless they've learned to do that already. What about you're working with an a, a high S just as a teammate or you're dealing with it at home or in your personal life? Some strategies for a better work relationship with the high S is to approach them at a slower pace and develop trust, friendship, and credibility. You're going to need to identify their emotional needs as well as their task and business expectations. Remember that you need to be focusing on the human element, how something affects them personally because they will take a lot of things personally, as many of us do at work. Avoid a rushing a high S and give them personal, concrete assurances when appropriate. You will need to be working with a teammate with a high S by communicating with them in a consistent manner on a regular basis. 
So if you're canceling meetings, not showing up to meetings, not coming to meetings, it's not going to go over well. If you are dealing with a high S personality in a social setting or maybe a customer setting, be sure to focus on a slower paced, pleasant and steady approach. Slow and steady wins the race. Respond sensitively and sensibly. Avoid arguments and conflict at all costs. Make sure you acknowledge them privately with sincere and believable compliments. So sincere is key there. You're probably going to need to show them step-by-step procedures and then allow them to follow through on tasks. Also make sure to behave optimistically and offer them stability. They don't like change, although we know sometimes we can't avoid that. Let's move on to the C style, conscientiousness. This style is very thoughtful and questioning. This style describes people who are analytical. They are usually reserved, but very, very precise. There are three styles under the C style, CS, C, and CD. The CS is focused on stability, accuracy, and support. Their goals at work are stability and reliable outcomes. Their fears, however, are being in an emotionally charged situation or any type of ambiguity. Remember, they focus on details. Their leadership qualities are showing modesty and being fair-minded. The next style, the solid C, they focus on accuracy, stability, and challenge. Their goals, again, are accuracy but they want to make sure that there's objective processes. Remember, they don't want to argue. Their fears are being wrong. The interesting thing is they're rarely wrong because they're super detail-oriented, and they also fear strong displays of emotion. The leadership qualities of a solid C are communicating with clarity, preciseness, and promoting disciplined analysis. The next C style, the CD, is focused on challenge, accuracy, and results. Their goals at work are having efficient results, which are made by rational decisions. Their fears are failure and lack of control. And their leadership qualities are creating very high standards and improving methods. If you are working with a high C personality style as a leader or even as a coworker, you're going to need to help them to balance their lives with both interaction and tasks. Remember, they're on the task side of the circle, not the feeling side. You're going to need to help them to lighten up and view people and tasks less seriously and critically. You may also need to help them share their knowledge and expertise with others because it doesn't work through osmosis. You will need to help them maintain high expectations for high priority items on their task list. Often they will just focus on all items at once or one item only. You will need to help them shoot for very realistic deadlines and parameters. Six months from now is just not going to cut it. What are some strategies for working with a high C personality style? Again, in the circle, if you're all the way on the end of the circle, some strategies for working with those folks is to be prepared to answer their questions as soon as possible. They're going to have a lot of questions. They don't like social talk right away, so greet them cordially, but proceed quickly to the task. Do the chit chat after that task is done. Document how and why something applies. 
you're going to need to ask have to ask them to do that because it's all going to be in their head. Tell them the pros and the cons. Then give them time to evaluate and think. You have to avoid pushing them into a quick decision. It's not going to go over well. They are detail-oriented. Make sure that you're honing their skills in logic and practicality and deliver what you promise to them. They won't forget. If you're dealing with high C personality styles in social settings, customer service, recruiting, etc., be sure to listen to their concerns, their reasoning, and their suggestions. Be sure to respond rather formally and politely, but use a logical approach. That's what they're looking for. Acknowledge them privately about their logical thinking ability. Focus on how pleased you are with their procedures. Remember, they're very, very detail-oriented. They're not going to miss steps. Solicit their insights and suggestions before you start creating policies and procedures. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.